Hello there, love. You are listening to the Chasing Wildflowers podcast. I'm your host, Kara Coving, life design coach, author, educator, and speaker. Have you ever felt like there's a huge mountain sitting between you and the life you've always been dreaming of? Well, you're in the right place because in this podcast, I teach you real modern ways to move your mountains and start living the life you've always dreamt about. No more waiting until someday to live your best life. Life is full of little magical things that create a huge impact toward our daily happiness. I call it chasing wildflowers. And in this podcast, I'll teach you how to get more of those magical moments in your everyday life. So come along with me. Let's start chasing wildflowers. Hello, hello. You guys are in for a special treat today. I have with me Debbie A. Anderson, and she sees dead people. That's right. I said it. Born in England, Debbie is a natural healer who has worked in the magical sphere of spirituality all of her life, bringing forth many modalities that have manifested and evolved along the way. She has been insightfully using tarot decks and giving intuitive spiritual readings for over 30 years in the UK, Canada, US, and Australia. She now lives in Ontario, Canada. As a clairvoyant medium, her abilities have opened her to many mystical communications, including the creation of vibrational energy, which is what she does. And she defines this as being gifted to her from spirit. The vibrational healing energy is a hands-on healing technique which applies the gentlest touch of one vibration with another by way of communicating with the body, mind, and soul, allowing the self to create an individual energy pattern to live and heal by. This led her to the creation of her many healing products and services, including some beautifully designed tarot decks that you'll see um, in the show notes. You'll have a link, and if you're watching the video, you'll see them on the video. So get ready for a real treat today here with Debbie Anderson. Hello, everybody. Today I have Debbie A. Anderson with me here today, and I'm so excited to talk to Debbie about the unique gifts that you have, and this is going to be just a great conversation. So, Debbie, how are you today? Absolutely glorious. It's a beautiful day. I'm six foot above ground, as somebody said to me many years ago, and embracing every single moment. So that's something that we all should remember. Amazing. Yes. Yes. So tell me, Debbie, how did you first realize your gifts and come to the realization that this is what you needed to be doing with your life? Tell us a little bit about what you do. Yeah, sure. I will, Cara. So I started seeing dead people, spirit, if you like, uh, from about the age of four. And at that time, there was a big transition going on in my life. My parents were divorcing. We were moving in, my twin brothers and I were moving in with my grandparents. So I was four, they were a few years younger than me. So there's a single mom back in the early 1960s and anybody that's old enough to know that, that at that time it wasn't really uh, a time of enlightenment as far as spirituality and things like that go. So as a single mom, she was trying to earn a living, keep a roof over our heads, you know, and that kind of thing. So she didn't have the time for it. And 
my mum and I shared a bed in my grandmother's house and my twin brothers shared another bed uh, in another room. So it started happening when I was um, nighttime. And of course, in those days, children went to bed. There were no lights on or anything like that. You know, I was joking. You say, I, I, um, I have a British mother. I can do anything and nothing scares me because basically it was that sort of top up, get on and do it kind of thing. And it was one night... The, the room really lit up very brightly and I thought it was my mum coming to bed and of course you know I sat up and I'm like okay at the end of my grandmother's bed on the bed board there were these little ethereal beings coming down and sitting on the yeah, bed board down and I'm like okay what's going on and of course not understanding what that was exactly I started to scream and cry and my mum came up and she's like oh you're just having a nightmare go back to sleep well, it happened several times. And I assume at that time, Spirit were going, okay, we're scaring the bejeebas out of this kid. So let's just stop. Let's try another way. And that's what they did. I actually uh, would play with my dolls. And of course, my grandfather was one of those uh, people at that time, children should be seen and definitely not heard. So I would play very quietly with my dolls and teddies and do tea parties and things like that. And that's when spirit started to speak to me and communicate so that I, and again, I really didn't know. I just thought, you know, it's my imaginary friends as kids do. And of course, today we're more enlightened. So we can share that with our children and grandchildren and all of those kids that, you know, we hear about that have this kind of thing. So time progresses. I um, was noted as being a precocious child that said things and people didn't necessarily like it i.e. I would tell people, you know, um, so-and-so says, and I didn't know they were in spirit, so I didn't add in spirit. I just blurted it out. And, of course, again, as a young child, I truly didn't understand why people got upset by it. So fast forward, forward to my teenage years. And, of course, spirit was on and off with me because realizing that, you know, life is doing this and this is happening, so we can't really, you know, butt in. And I was on a bus coming home from school up on the top of the double decker. And because I had shared with friends at school just things, I didn't, again, say, hey, I'm connected to spirit. I see dead people because I didn't understand. And I sort of jumped up on the bus and I'm like, look, Jesus, I can see Jesus. Now, stepping back from that, you can imagine if you were on public transport today and somebody jumped <laughs> up doing that. You would back away and go, okay, crazy person, keep my distance, you know, and all that kind of thing. So now I understand it. But at the time, I couldn't understand the sort of shock and horror on people's faces. And I sat down, put my head down, feeling very embarrassed. And of course, it got back to my mother. And her steps were, obviously, I'm having a psychotic break or something like that as a young teenager. And I got marched off, literally, to go and see a psychiatrist. Well, those days in the UK, if you went to see a psychiatrist, the chances are you would end up in a mental asylum in a beautiful little white coat that wraps your arms around you and you'd be placed in a padded room. And I, I, I just not because a lot of people that could see or sense spirit were placed there saying that they, um, they had schizophrenia or things like that. Yeah, so anyway, what a scary thing that would have been, uh, you know. But <laughs> well, it was to, pretty scary. Yes. Yeah. So I basically, Spirit just went, you know what, kids, you're going to have to suck this up. You're just going to have to say you made it all up. And I'm like, 
but I don't understand. I'm saying in my head. And of course I said, you know, I made it all up. And then I got into a lot of backfiring and backlashing <laughs> from my mother at that time for wasting her time, wasting the psychiatrist's time. And, you know, got what would say uh, grounded, you would say nowadays. So that was sort of my beginning. So it wasn't one of joy and uh you know, uh, blessings in the time because people were not enlightened. I did find out many, many years later that my grandmother uh, at that time could see and sense spirit, but she never used it in the way that I use my, my gifts today. She actually would sit and have a cup of tea with people. And, um, you know, of course, in those days, it was tea leaves, no tea bag. And she would do readings for people. They would just sit by the, um, the fire uh, in her kitchen, she had one of those old um, stove things that you used to put the coal into. And she would just sit there because it was the warmest place to sit in the wintertime. And people would come along, <coughs> excuse me, have a cup of tea. And she would just say things. But again, she didn't know or didn't connect that she could see spirit. So years later, I, um, you know, after playing with tarot cards for many years and realizing that I could do readings for people, I met up with uh, a group of people and I ended up going to the Arthur Findlay College uh, of Metaphysics and that's in Stansted, Essex. It still is there and now they do uh, a huge range of teachings there, all different kinds of things. So it's great. It's like the Hogwarts, I always say, where people can go and <coughs> excuse me, um, find out and learn their gifts. So at that, you know, at that time in my life, I had a young son and uh, was working. So I would balance corporate world with my readings. And then there just came a point where it was like, okay, you've got to do this full time. And that's when I transitioned over. But like everybody, I went into the, oh, what if I don't have a paycheck? What am I going to do? And all of those kinds of things that we do as anybody as an entrepreneur, shifting from safety net paycheck to now you've got to go out and do it on your own but everything worked out well and I can't say everything was a smooth ride because that's life we have ups and downs as I say you know that's the heartbeat and that's what it's all about you know we just have to sometimes ride hanging on to the roller coaster bars and you know zooming down and just seeing where that takes us to the okay, this is going smooth, everything's falling into place and things like that. So that was sort yeah. of I really um, the realization for me. And in it was about 2011, 2012, that I created my first Oracle deck, which is the Vibrational Energy Oracle deck. And I thought I was going to be a one deck wonder. I truly didn't understand that this was just the beginning after again, I'd gone through the kicking and screaming part of there are other people out there more qualified to do this. Why would you pick me? And all of those kind of things. And since then, uh, up to this point, I've created four decks. That's two, amazing. Um, yes. Two Oracle and two Affirmation decks. So Awesome. Well, congratulations on that. And it's so Thank fun to, yeah, to go through that life process. You know, we all yes. go through that. And I love your story. I can get such great visuals of your childhood and and going through such a unique gift and how yes. scary that would have been at times and confusing yes. and it's really amazing how the world has evolved so that now we can 
use these gifts out in the open and people are receptive to them and it's it's amazing and I love that to see how your business has evolved and so that's thank you awesome yes thank you so on that note um what what things do you do each day um maybe it's in your personal life or in your business to find that that balance and joy now that you're you know on your path and you're living your purpose um can you speak to that for us yeah i can and in fact because what i do is a passion uh the balance between business and um personal life is always sort of a meld if you like Uh, yes I love 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 that because that's how it should be isn't it absolutely you know it's not to say that I'm constantly working on my business but like yesterday I was um at the beach for the day and I was sitting on the beach and ideas were coming up and I was watching the waves and uh, the sunset and things like that so this is where when we're open to receive information and not just in the work I do but all of us it's like we get these little angel whispers or these little prods, if you like, of what about doing this or things like, you know, don't forget that. So for me, finding joy and balance every day, I do use my affirmation decks uh, for daily direction and confirmation. And I have to say, before we started today, I pulled a card for us. Oh, how exciting. I am sacred. <laughs> and this is it. So I am sacred. Oh, I love it. Okay, so yeah, tell me says, about that and a vibrational superstar. And of course we are, we're all superstars, not just you and I, but every single one of us. And, you know, the other thing I do is I say thank you to spirit for letting me have 24 hours to experience and live in every single moment, being present and with intention being in the now. So whether I'm cleaning my teeth, enjoying the sunshine or whatever, it's like be there, smell the roses and literally um, see what happens and this and I love the fact that I get to interact with people I learn yes. things. Uh, you know I'm thankful for the food I eat I'm thankful for the vibrational fun that I get to have every single 24 hours even when I'm working because people go oh well it's such a, a different life you have yes there are days when I'm in 100% working and I feel very blessed for that. And then there are days when I'm creating, I feel blessed for that. And there are days when I'm having fun and I feel blessed for that. So that's, I think for all of us, we need to create this balance within our life and see what works for us. Mine is not a magic formula. We have to create that for ourselves and whether we have our family, our friends, our business partners, our colleagues at work, our relationships, you know, like everybody needs a piece of us. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. we also need a huge piece for ourselves because otherwise we cannot then do all the other things and uh, turn up and be present for all those people around us. Yes, that's so true. I live near a big lake and it has a big white sand beach on it. And I love going out there, even in the winter, because we have winter, we have snow. And even if it's snow, you know, we dress warm and we just go walk by the water and that centers you so much and it connects you. And I, I get so much inspiration and just calming from that. And so, yes, I love, I I love. You're like me. I love the water. I love going in nature. Yes. You know, sometimes I love the noise, the music, like putting on a, a good rock and roll kind of 
moving or um, something where I just need to sit and meditate and it just zens me out kind of thing. Yes. So we have to create that balance. And I think for each of us, it's going to be different. Once you find your magic formula, stick to it, add to yeah. it and increase that for you. Because I always say to people, you cannot be anything else but to be here for yourself. Yeah. And that's our sacred blessing. That's what we are here. Yes, we come and help everybody else. Yes, we're part of a community or a family or a business or whatever it is. But if we do not sustain ourselves, feed ourselves, nourish ourselves, mind, body, and soul, then we're just going to turn into a robot. Yes, yes. It's, it's so important to have that authentic self yeah figured out because if we aren't really in our authentic self and we really have a true understanding of our passions and our purpose and what we need to live fully yeah. into that, then we can't help each other as well as we hope, you know, we can't give as much. So yeah. yes, thank you for and that. It's so and I also say to a lot of people, because people say, oh, you see things through rose colored glasses. I said, you know, I have poopy days too. Yeah. <laughs> On those poopy days. <laughs> When things don't go right and, you know, the poop hits the fan and all of those kind of things, that's when I have to take myself into check and go, okay, tell me one thing that's happened that is good today. Yeah. Don't create the law of the garbage truck where we throw all the garbage in that's happened on that day and then we drag it with us till we can hardly walk. We're, we're caught in that quagmire and then you know, somebody will say something or something else will happen. It'd be like, oh, of course, of course it's going to happen because this has happened. So, you know, sometimes we have to step out of our energy and go, okay, so we've had a real poop of a day. But what did I take away from this? What was my takeaway? Yes. And then move forward with it because otherwise you're just going to keep dragging that. And the more you drag, the slower it gets to the point where you come to this stasis of standing still and not being able to move forward. So, you know, life is not all um, rose-colored glasses. We have ups, we have downs, we have flats, we have highs, we have lows. And if we accept that, okay, today is a low, but yesterday was a high or last week was a high or last month was a high, tap into that. A friend of mine um, said recently, she was complaining it was cool where she is and how cold she was feeling. And then she remembered that there's some people that don't have a home, don't have a roof over their head. And she said, and then I felt really annoyed with myself to stop being such a wimp and stop being so <laughs> miserable and all the rest of it. And I said, yes. well, sometimes that's what we need. We need that little shot of get up and get on with it kind of thing. So, right. You know, yeah. And of course, not everybody's life at the moment is in happy mode and the easy mode and things like that. So we have to tap in to the good things. Yeah. To, to that energy, whatever that is for us, uh, whether it's music, our family, our friends, social media, whatever it is, but tap into it and be there and spend time there. And like, I always say, it's like, uh, not that you should do this it's like putting your finger into an electric socket it just zaps you and brings you back into it but don't do that <laughs> yeah. put your finger into the socket that zaps you and brings you back into yourself and yes. your beingness so. that is so awesome so I'd like to hear more about your gift here how how do you use your oracle cards when you're working with your clients and 
Yeah. And with combination of your gift and with spirits coming in and out, can you tell us a, a little bit about that? And, or maybe a time that you yeah. had a spirit that really wanted to give a message to one of your clients or something? Well, it's funny because uh, when I'm out and if I'm just meeting people, uh, I, you know, tell them what I do and they're like, oh, can you, do you get anything around me? And of course I could goof off and say, oh, you really don't want to know what I'm hearing. Uh, <laughs> just because people assume that I'm switched on 24 seven, which in a way I am. But if I'm out having a day enjoying myself and I get a message through for somebody and it's somebody I know, then I will pass on that message to them. But if it's a total stranger, I have to remember they have their level of whatever it is. And I can't just step into their frequency and say, hey, I've got your great aunt Joe from Spirit here who wants to say, hey, they're very happy with you because that's not the way I do it. And I know there's some people out there that do, and I love that, that they can do that. But for me, it usually is in a conversation with somebody or if it's a friend of mine and I picked up something, then I will share it. Now, if I'm having a one-on-one -on -one session with a client, then prior to that time I'm going to spend with them, I sit and meditate and open up because here's what it is. It's like a contract. They've paid me to do a reading for them. And what happens at that point is their contract then is to themselves that they're going to turn up and be present. And part of that is maybe they want to connect with a, a family member that's passed into spirit. Maybe it's something they need to know to help them guide them on their way. So their messages go up to their peeps, if you like, in spirit. Now, when I sit and meditate, that information's coming down from those people, their connections, and that's when I'm able to create that connection. Now, it's not as simple for people. Oh, it's really good. It is simple, but it's not. So um, I can't remember which medium said many years ago that here's spirit right up here. And here's the connection, whether it's a psychic, the tarot reader, the medium, the clairvoyant, whatever the name is that they, that's given to them. Now, spirit have to come down. They have to come up. Then they have to meld. Now they're melded. They have to find a way in which to communicate. And for me, the communication can be, I can see, I can hear, I can smell, I can even taste. <laughs> and I know that sounds icky, but I mean, I might taste oranges or maybe cigarette smoke or uh, a flavor of a pie or something like that, because that was, you know, cherry pie was the thing that grandma made or that kind of thing. So it's, it's a, a combination of that. And then it's like metaphors and symbology that I now have to weave that information together. It can come through like pictograms. It can come through as uh, wordology or, you know, when somebody's trying to give a date on a calendar, they'll flick through a calendar like I would see it flashing before me. And then maybe a number may be circled or month may be circled. So I have to interpret it and then deliver that message to the client um, because I'm one of those people that don't like people to give me any information because that's how it should be when you're receiving a reading from somebody. I get the information and then I deliver it back. Now, if there's something they need clarification on, that's when I will say, okay, I'm going to ask a yes, no question just to verify. For instance, uh, when I was doing a, um, a group, uh, a, a clairvoyant um, 
gathering, as it were, where there were hundreds of people there. And two ladies in the audience put up their hand in response to the communication. And, and in fact, they were sitting almost next to each other because I had gone to one lady and I said, I, I sense that this person is with you. And uh, the other lady sort of said, I think it's with me. And I said, OK, so we're going to have to do a process of elimination here. And it got to the point where then uh, the one person was it was for them and not for the other. And I said, to have two people sitting fairly close together that don't know each other, to have two people in spirit with the same uh, things that have happened is pretty rare. But for me, it was a good learning uh, point for me to because I, I always go to the person directly. And sometimes it can be somebody in the same quadrant, if you like, as they are that the message is for. So if you think of you and I, if we walk into a room, we, we all or most of us know about having an aura. And an aura mm -hmm. is like this beautiful bubble that comes out around us so that when we enter a room, you know, we can feel somebody's energy. And that can be good or bad, of course. Uh, but when we feel that good energy that expands out, that love, that joy, that pleasure, that happiness, we, we, it touches our um, aura and we pick it up. So with spirit, when they come through, because they're so elated, they want to have this time with this person, their energy is so huge. So if they go and stand behind the person, their energy can expand out, which encompasses maybe five or six people around them. So that's why oh, sometimes when I go to somebody, yeah. it's not actually that person, it may be the person behind or to the side. So, you know, I, I prep my audience, if you like, that that could happen. And that's why, you know, I had the situation with two ladies where they were both, um, they could uh, uh, assimilate to the person that I was sharing. So with my Oracle cards, I do Oracle card readings for people. And, you know, I teach people how to use my Oracle cards as well. And what I will do is I will shuffle the deck. And for anybody that has Oracle cards or tarot cards or affirmation cards, take a moment, take your deck, whomever it belongs to, it doesn't have to be, belong to me, but if you take that deck, sit with it with intention. What do I want from this? What am I wanting to achieve? Maybe it's direction, maybe it's help with something. So take a few minutes to, I always say to breathe, because we're so busy, the pinging, tinging phone, and we've got this going on here, and we've got, so I always say sit somewhere where you can just sit with intention for a couple of minutes. Take a few breaths in and out, hold your deck, whatever one you're going to be using, or if it's a mobile app, which my decks, three of my decks are as mobile apps, then just sit with your phone, with that mobile app, and then ask basically your inner self to help you, then shuffle the deck. And that can be done on the mobile app, and then see what card flies out. Now I've just shuffled the deck and a card turned itself around. Okay, so that when that happens, it's like, that's the card, don't go any further. And it says driving forces here. Okay, so driving forces to me, especially in this moment, I'm concluding this card is for you, Cara, is that you're on the right track, you're on the right road, keep your eye on the goal. What is it, your eye on the ball ahead of you and don't get distracted, everything's bright. You have those in spirit, look at the eyes here, there's eyes. Oh, yeah watching over you not 
in a creepy way, (laughs) (laughs) watching over you and just moving you forward. Listen to your inner soul of what is going on within you because we get our best inspiration from ourselves. And somebody like me is there just to help and guide or get confirmation. I always say whenever I go and see somebody, it's because I want further confirmation. I got this, but because I'm so caught up in it myself, maybe that is me wanting it to be. So if if that happens, so we have uh, driving forces, so I'm going to shuffle the deck again. So if you are in that doubt phase that is this really for me or is there something I'm missing, then I take the cards and I shuffle them again and a card just drops out literally. So again, if cards drop out, jump out and so forth. Okay, so forbidden fruit. So with you, you're stepping into a new zone, a new territory, something that you wanted to do, maybe others have said to you, you should or shouldn't do it or proceed with caution. And so a bit like this beautiful soul here, I always call this the Mary Magdalene card because this beautiful red, she has this enigmatic smile. She's looking, and again, look at the correlation here. Oh yeah. I am the ball, red ball. It's a red, red ball. So again, confirmation that you may not have everything in place at the moment, but you're going in the right direction. So this is how I do Oracle card readings for people and how people can do this for themselves. But again, be in the intention of what you want to achieve and how you want to do it. So thank um, you so much. Just to let everyone know, this is available as a mobile app. And at the end, I'll, you know, share where you can, it's all, all of this is on my website. So we'll get to that later on. Awesome. Thank you so much, Debbie. I love that. It actually brings me so much comfort, those, those cards and that idea that you have eyes on, you know, I have eyes on me, helping me, watching me and guiding me through this because I am on a new journey and I am, you know, it gives me comfort that I am going down the right road because I do feel so passionate about it. And, and just that, um, comfort that there's people out there watching me and helping me on this journey, because I feel so much like with entrepreneurs, we feel like we're on this journey by ourselves because so many people don't maybe understand it or don't know how to support us. So that brings me so much comfort to know that I am on the right path and I have those people looking out for me. So thank you for that. Um, For anybody that does believe in this or doesn't believe in it or is not sure, I always say to everyone, We all have a guardian angel, whether that's somebody that we knew that's passed into spirit, whether that's a guide, a helper, an ancestral connection, God, Buddha, Allah, whatever your belief system is. But when you get that inert sense of something, or sometimes we hear like a whisper and like, what was that? Where did that come from? Tap into that because usually it follows where we've asked for help. How can I do this? I don't know the right direction to go in. We've all had that as entrepreneurs. You know, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Is this the correct way? Help me, help me, help me. Okay, and we say this internally, but what we don't realize is that little channel is filtering up to the outer realms, the universal forces. And all those people that love us that have passed into spirit, our angels, guides, are helping, are going, oh, yay, they've asked for help. 
let me help you, let me help you. And then we might see something or hear something that connects in. So be open-hearted, as I say to people, don't be caught up in the head, be open-hearted and see what comes, see what answers we get. Because usually if I'm thinking about something or I'm asking for help within 48 hours, and the more you do this, I will say the faster it happens, it can happen within nanoseconds. Okay, but don't set yourself anybody, don't set yourself up for failing. Well, she said nanoseconds. Okay, this can take time, and we have to be heart centered, open to receive the information. We're not going to get, hey, Kara, you need to open this or do that. It may be <coughs> that you'll get a card like this. Or you'll see something on the back of a truck or you'll hear something on the radio or something will pop up in social media or whatever it is. And then we go, hmm, could that be it? Because, of course, we need the proof. We're human. We need the proof. Give me the proof. So what happens then is we then add on to that. So we may say, okay, is this the proof I need? Can you clarify that? Or can you give me more information? Then we have to be open hearted and see what else happens. You know, sometimes we get into so much about busyness and doing that we forget to be in our being. And being sometimes is stop, stand still, open heart, and listen. Yeah. And this is, this is yes. why I do spiritual clarity sessions for um, entrepreneurs and, and people that are just like, yeah, but I'm not sure, I'm not sure. And with the uh, spiritual clarity session, it's not a case of me doing all the work. I make the client set questions. What do you want to answer? How are you doing this? And then we work through them in that 30 minutes of them connecting to what they need to do. So it's a perfect way uh, for anybody. But again, you can do this yourself. <laughs> I'm yeah, not that's trying to so awesome. Yes, that you have away, we can but... get the cards and we can do this and we can yeah. teach ourselves to be more in tune with that. You know, yeah. growing up um Christian, I I've always had that sense of trying to be in tune with Christ and listen to those promptings and yeah. what you just said helps me understand that it may also be coming from our ancestors and our angels and our guides as well. Mm -hmm. and so I love that perspective too yeah. so and like you I grew up in a, a Christian environment I still believe in God I still believe in Jesus Christ and I still believe that there is these universal forces whatever we call them yes, you know, spirit, yes. Um, you know Buddha Allah God whomever they're all there to help us yeah and they'll come in that incarnation that we feel that we can connect to so yeah. if you believe in Buddha, then ask Buddha to help you. And if you believe you're, you're pagan and you believe in an idol or a, a god or goddess, ask that because spirit will find a way. You know, I always say one size doesn't fit all, but spirit will maneuver themselves to help you in the way that will feel um, comfortable to you. Yes, that's so perfect. I love that. Thank you. Awesome. You're welcome. So if there is one thing you could tell your younger self, what, what would it be? Uh, not to be afraid of who you are. And I think this is something yes. that when I first started, people would ask me what I did and I sort of skirted around it. And then there came a point, I'm not going to be scared anymore. I'm just going to tell people. And if people don't like it, 
that's okay. That's their choice. But I'm not going to try and fit myself into that pigeonhole or that pocket that people have an expectation of. And the other thing I would tell my you know, younger self is let your, shine, your light shine always because each of us are a beautiful bright light. And whether you are an artist, you're a garbage collector, whatever your task and journey is in this life, you shine a light on yourself, which reflects out onto others. And never be afraid of that because that is who your beautiful being is. Yes. Oh, thank you, Debbie. I, I hope everybody can feel this just love and energy coming through as they're listening to this, because I certainly can. And so yes, thank, thank you, you for bringing that energy and that love. And I think that is part of your gift as well. So oh, thank I you. love that. Yes. So tell us um, your number one tip for living an extraordinary life. Being thankful. Oh, yes. the ever-evolving journey that weaves and unwinds every day. As I've, I've said throughout this interview, there are, there are times when we have a poopy day. So step into that poopy day, but don't drag it with you. Yes. you know, take from it the nuggets, the golden nuggets that you can and leave the rest there. Sweep it to the side, you know, dig a hole and bury it, whichever you feel is a metaphor that fits for you. But, you know, when we have 24 hours, you know, I always say it's like a reset button. So today wasn't the greatest yeah. day in your life. Come tomorrow morning, hit the reset button, have the blank page, write your story and then follow it through. And if that doesn't work, do it again and again and again. Like, you know, I always akin it to when we were kids and we were learning to ride a bike. We had no fear whatsoever. First of all, we had our stabilizers and maybe a parent or a sibling running behind us, holding onto that bike, or basically somebody just pushed us and then we fell <laughs> over. We got up, we kept doing it until we got it. Yes, absolutely. When we get it, it's easy. But yeah, we may have a few scars, we may have a few scrapes. But I always say they were my war wounds growing up. Yeah. As a kid, you know, that big scar on your knee that you achieved when you fell off your bike. <laughs> yeah. That was your tenure. That was your part of your journey. And in time, it fades, it disappears. We forget it. Right, right. And it's so important to be grateful for those times because we do learn so much. And if we can't sit in that perspective and be grateful of it and, and, think about what we learned from it, then, you know, we won't learn from it. So no, yeah, this is where sometimes we get into looping. Okay, yes, so we loop yes. around that same thing again. And we loop around a bit like the hamster on the wheel going round and round and round. Yes. We don't get anywhere until one day we go, okay, let's just step off of this and see what else is out there. Yeah, you know, we do it with the relationships, we do it with work we do it with ourselves. Uh, we tend to in our humanness step into negative and compound that far more than we do positive right. now, if we can create this much with negative imagine how much we can create with positive and yes. again, it doesn't yes. have to be looking at the world through rose-colored glasses because sometimes when the poop has been hitting the fan and hitting the fan and hitting the fan and 
you know, eventually ground me to the, to the point of, I don't think I can even find my way out of this abyss, this hole that has been dug for me. But eventually, you know, I, I have sat in my life many times in silence when, you know, I always say it's like being in the eye of the storm. Everything is chaotic around you. But when you step into that eye of that storm, it's just silence. And that's when we start to hear. That's when we get the information. That's when we get the messages. Yeah. And then we can go, okay, I'm ready to come back out now and then get on with it. You know, I always say to people, I have crashed and burned so many times in my life, but every time I've risen up and I've risen up stronger because of it. Yes, I love that analogy, the eye of the storm and finding that calm and being able to listen and be in tune with those messages and promptings that come in and just sit in that gratitude and then you can face life again, whatever yeah. storms and, it's throwing at you. And so, say, oh, I, I love that. I've, I've said to many people, because they're like, yeah, but it's all very well being there, but I've got this and this and this and this. And, you know, I love that analogy. How do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? So pick yeah. the one thing that you can deal with, the one thing that you can change, make that your first priority. Don't worry about the rest of it and then work on it it builds on it. I love that. I love that. Debbie, this has been such a great conversation. I have loved it so much. And I appreciate it so much. Thank you for letting me be part of this. I'm still very honored. Yes, thank you. I have so much gratitude just talking to you. And I felt that wonderful love and that energy. So thank Thank you. you. So tell us where um, our listeners can connect with you. Yeah, the easiest place to go to is my website. It has a plethora of things on there. Uh, So it's vibrational-energy.com. And if you sign up for my newsletter, which is monthly, you get a free I am meditation. So it's an add on. It's like, thank you for signing up for my meditation, uh, signing up for my newsletter. You can also find this deck, which is a children's deck, this deck, which is an affirmation deck, and the deck that I use the cards from as mobile apps. You can oh, go on there cool. and that is so you awesome. can play with them for free for a limited time. And then hopefully you'll download them and you'll play with them and I have a YouTube channel you have all that information so I know you're going to put this on there but yeah you know go to my page play explore and you know it'll lead you to my social media and all the other things that um, I'm about and there's so much there awesome that is so fun I love that you have a children's deck too I'll have to have you come on again and talk about that that is so great it's so perfect because and in fact, the children's deck, the uh, vibrational earth children deck, uh, a lot of people are using it for inner child work, which I have oh, yeah. created it for that. Yeah. But this is what I love the way things evolve beyond yeah. our expectations and then turn into manifest into something even more greater. That is awesome. So yes, I'll have all this information in the show notes as well. So you guys can easily have access to that and definitely go check out Debbie's site and all the things she has to offer. So thank you so much, Debbie. Thank you, Cara. It's been an absolute blessing and confirmation for you. I love it. Absolute confirmation. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. 
As mentioned, you can find any links in the show notes. And if you haven't connected with me personally, I would love to meet you. Hop over to Instagram and find me at Kara Coving or connect with me on my Facebook page and shoot me a DM. Let me know that you listened to this episode and what you thought of it. I love hearing from all of you. So please hop over and say hello. Thanks for listening. Now go out and chase some wildflowers.